Hello everyone! Welcome back to the More Than Headlines news series. This is our fourth episode of Munchian History or Food Immigrant Restaurant series. As one of the main philosophies behind this podcast, we believe that the food culture is not only a display of dishes, but also a complex and intertwined history of culture, politics, religions, and business operations. In this podcast series, we will meet different immigrant restaurant owners from a diverse range of cultures in North America at the intersection of food diversity. Family-run business operations and learn the unique history behind every owner's immigrant story. I am Justin, the project lead, and I work with Yolanda, our podcast coordinator of the interview series. For today's conversation, I would like to introduce Ban Wasana, a Thai restaurant, and the intriguing stories behind it. And now, I think I'll pass the floor to you, Yolanda. I'm thrilled that we will be discussing Thai food today. Actually, I wasn't fond of tonyong soup when I was younger, but my time in Singapore for university completely changed my perspective. It was there that I truly fell in love with this cuisine, realizing that the Thai food I had tasted before didn't capture its authentic flavors. Anyway, let's get back to the interview.、Mm, Justin, could you share your experience with Ben Vasana? Well, the story started on a late June Wednesday, before dinner time began. I stepped into Ban Wasana, a family-run Thai restaurant located in the heart of Kerrysdale. Ban Wasana literally means Wasana's house. With therapeutic and light music, it was comfortable and home-welcoming space where the wall surfaces were covered in orange and furnished with black wooden frames. Beautiful Thai artifacts were placed in every corner of the room, as well as tropical plants and foliage. The owner's daughter, Mandela, kindly invited me to the back room of the restaurant. Oh yeah, that's a clever way to name the restaurant,、uh, like incorporating the local language. By the way, the owner's daughter is adorable. Did she happen to share any fascinating stories? The restaurant indeed has a lot of fascinating stories. It is owned by a single mom who immigrated from Thailand, and her daughter Mandela is currently operating the restaurant. Mandela told me that her mother lived in Thailand and married to his father who came from Sweden. While they separated when she was in six, Mandela's mother tried to make a living and better support her daughter. So she decided to immigrate to Vancouver to have a better life for her kids and get exposed to the English culture. With not much work experience, Vandela's mother struggled to make a living at first in the distant Canadian culture and worked in many jobs such as nanny, dishwasher, and then learned more tasks in restaurants. She was always taking notes, business cards, and gradually gained connections in Vancouver. Eventually, to gain more flexible time to take care of her kids, she first partnered to operate a restaurant in Burnaby in the British Columbia, and then opened her own restaurant, Ban Wasana, in 2005 in Kerrysdale, Vancouver. Stories about mothers are always so touching. Vandela's mom put in a tremendous amount of efforts to raise such a cute and kind-hearted girl like her.、Mm, one thing that I am really curious is the reason behind Vandela's decision to take over the restaurant, because parents always want their children to become white-collar in Asian culture. That's a great question. Mandela told me that she grew up in this restaurant, and this business has always been part of her since consciousness. 
Starting from 12, she started to help in the restaurant. As she grew older, to help out her mother's language barrier, the daughter began to help more with paperwork too. Eventually, as she graduated from university, she started to officially run this family-run restaurant. Indeed, the power of a family-run business is truly remarkable. It's like a legacy of dedication, with each generation working together for a common goal. And that's absolutely fantastic. I believe we've had enough wonderful stories for now. And I'm eager to learn more about the delightful food served at Ben Vassana. Let's dive into that. Definitely, Ban Wasana offers a variety of traditional Thai culture delicacies. Vandela told me that the restaurant doesn't offer the dishes from a specific region in Thailand. Instead, they try to incorporate all the dishes that are famous in Thailand with a slight western twist on Thai food to accommodate the taste preferences in Vancouver. From papaya salad to tom yum kom to sweet and sour fish to all kinds of curry and fried rice. Those are just some signature dishes that Ban Wasana offers. My favorite dish is deep fried fish cake. Unlike the other restaurants, it turns out that Ban Wasana makes the fish cake from scratch by Mandela's mother. Mandela explained the complicated process of making the fish cakes, where they have to mix the cold fish with lots of herbs, beans, chili paste, and eggs by hand, and stir them skillfully to make sure the fish cake tastes juicy and soft. They might have faced challenges in their endeavor to introduce Thai food to the local scene, but fortunately their perseverance paid off, and they successfully catered to the diverse and discerning customers in Vancouver. Definitely, I think Thai food has seen a growing popularity in Vancouver, and I just love that unique flavor. How about you? I totally agree with you, and I have more to share. Thai cuisine has a rich and vibrant food culture characterized by its unique blend of flavors, aromatic herbs, and spices. From the tangy and spicy tonyong soup to the comforting goodness of pad thai, Thai food offers a delightful array of dishes that tantalize the taste buds and leave a lasting impression. We spend the Sana's dedication to preserving the authentic incense of Thai food while adapting to local preferences. Diners in Vancouver get to savor a truly immersive and authentic taste of Thailand. You know, when it comes to Thai food and culture, there's this wonderful tradition that I find fascinating. In Thai culture, the general rule is to order at least the same number of dishes as there are people present. And guess what? All these dishes are shared and enjoyed together instead of having individual plants. That's something common in Asian culture, which emphasizes food as an important part of social occasions. Alright, let's go back into the restaurant owner's personal story. Did Vandela happen to share any of the challenges they faced when she and her mother came to a foreign country to operate the restaurant? I can only imagine that moving to a new place and starting a business must have come with um, its own set of difficulties. 
Well, Vandela did mention her mother and her own experience with the restaurant operations as an immigrant. She said that in the early days, her mom would definitely say that it's a disadvantage for a restaurant that is run by an immigrant because of the huge language barrier and a lack of business knowledge in bookkeeping, communication, and loans application. It used to be hard for her mother to even advocate for herself at the beginning. However, she said that it's getting to be an advantage nowadays because people like to try out the authentic cultural delicacies that are proudly cooked by Thai in a traditional manner. That's definitely all kinds of barriers that emigrants face while they are stepping on a new culture. Can you tell me about the biggest challenges like the Vandela and her mother faced when they came to a foreign country to run a restaurant? How did they overcome them? They must have had a tough time. In fact, the Bangwasana family is the best example under the immigration wave. So did Vandela mention the Thai community in Vancouver. She recounted how she used to visit the Thai temple every weekend with her family when she was young, and she met a lot of friends there with common culture and language. In addition, she told me that it is exactly why she is proud to operate the restaurant because the food culture in the restaurant really is a perfect way to bring the Vancouver Thai community together. The dishes there may not be all Instagram, but they are all solid and authentic family food that people can enjoy when they feel nostalgic. And that is the power of food culture. Bawasana really served as a hub for the Thai community by bounding over food, where people get to know each other and become friends by working in the restaurant and dining in the restaurant. Gradually, some customers have known her since little kids and seen her growing up. Bawasana became a character and a part of me in my life, said proudly by Vandela. That's wonderful to hear that Ben Vasana managed to overcome all the difficulties and is now a thriving restaurant. My final question is, if there's one thing, whether it's a signature dish, a personal lesson, or something about high culture that the owner would want people to take away from her experiences, what would it be? I'm really interested in knowing what she believes is the most important thing to share with others. What an interesting question for Vandela. Well, she would love to share with the audience that the connection that Bawasana builds with people in the community is so much more than business-customer relationship because the restaurant is so much more than a business. It is a hub and a meeting place for the immigrant community in Vancouver, and we need that. Absolutely. You've hit the nail on the head. Restaurants like Bambasana provide wonderful opportunities and spaces for immigrants to come together and celebrate their culture. Justin, thank you so much for sharing this captivating story and your interview with Vandela. It was truly fascinating. And to our, all our listeners, let's wrap up today's episode. We'll keep in exploring and savoring the beauty of authentic food culture, immigrant stories, and history. So, stay tuned for more exciting episodes at Youth Peace Symposium. Until next time, take care and keep exploring the world of flavors. <laughs>